Well, hello there. I'm Jim Harrington. It's another day. And I'm Bill Knight. Happy, I was going to say Monday, but it's Tuesday. You know these weekends. I know. It you does. have a long weekend, and then you're gone. Yeah. You, you, it screws up your Oh, I don't know when to put the garbage clock. out. What day is it? Uh, yeah, I, 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 well, you know, I've been away from home, mm-hmm. and I have a teenage son there, so I'm, I'm waiting to see... Two weeks worth of garbage that hasn't been taken out, and I'm going to be going, mm-hmm. Oh, what, Dad? You mean I was supposed to do that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, he gets a flat tire, and he calls me. He goes, hey, I uh, just want to let you know I, I got a flat tire. <laughs> you got to love kids, huh? Want me to come home and fix it and come back up you here? You know, the only punishment <laughs> is that they'll grow up and be like us. Hey, a lot of things happened over the weekend. You did hear about the judge suspending the uh, Department of Justice investigation. Yeah, Trump. that happened yesterday. Yeah. Yep, and they, uh, she granted a uh, special master request, which I think is interesting. What it means is both sides, the uh, Department of Justice and Trump side, can recommend three people to be the special master. And then she looks at the resume and their qualifications and I guess makes a determination. So yeah, yeah, but uh, you know that whatever they pick is going to be in favor of them, and they still have the right to appeal this. The DOJ is going to appeal it. They don't want that special master. I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, it's not like they have something to hide, is it? Yeah, it was in the news this morning, but I will say, you know, it's the liberal news, which will slant everything to their favor. But unfortunately, that's pretty much the only news that the masses have, which is why I look at it, because I want to see what they're seeing so that I understand why they think the way they do. Because a lot of people, they see that story, they hear that story, but they don't dig dig into it. President President Trump on Saturday when he uh, was in Wilkes-Barre, he said they even went into my 16-year-old son's room Mm -hmm. And yeah. went through his stuff. They went through his medical records. Yep. They got personal communiques that he had about you know his tax records. And to me, they're 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 looking for dirty or, or things they can call dirty laundry to air. It's a witch hunt because they really don't. Everybody says they really don't have a case. So what the hell are they doing in there? Unless they're just there to muddy the waters. I heard somebody say this morning. Isn't there a possibility that the FBI was looking for something that they could blackmail Trump with? Well, yeah, absolutely. They're they're looking for that. You know, look, if he had a hangnail, oh, he had a hangnail. Oh, my God. But anything they can twist, because you see how they take stories and they twist them all the time. Uh, you know, it, it was interesting. One of the other things that came out during her, her uh, granting of the special master... On page two and three of the ruling, Judge Cannon revealed that it was Joe Biden who ordered the FBI access to the Mar-a-Lago documents and President Trump's personal belongings. And didn't he say he had no knowledge of it? He didn't know anything about it. Mr. President, how much advance notice did you have of the FBI's plan to search Mar-a-Lago? I didn't have any advance notice. None. Zero. Not one single bit. Thank you. Mr. President, is this unfair to people? And then Corrine Jean-Pierre backed him up. On a different topic, um, the FBI is uh, serving search warrant on the former president's residence in Florida. Uh, was the president or anyone at the White House aware of that search warrant? Or had, has anyone at the White House or the president been briefed in the aftermath of that search warrant being executed? No. 
the president was not briefed, did not was not aware of it. No, no one at the White House was given uh, a heads up. No, that did not happen. How they can lie so easily to <laughs> to us is it's just amazing. Well, I, I got a question. I mean, you know, Corrine, let me just ask this question. Mm-hmm. You know, is she just reiterating what they tell her to say, or does she have? any inside knowledge. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't want to make fun of this woman, but really the, the whoever does her hair and does her makeup and her eye stuff, yeah, I know. they ought to take a good look on TV. She looks like a clown that you would see at the rodeo, uh, keeping the bulls, you know, with the barrel and all that. But, uh, if she's just regurgitating what they say, then you know what? Okay. I get it. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. She, she, uh, she leaves a lot to be desired in the uh, depth department, if you know what I mean. She, yeah, you'll ne- you'll never look at her the same again. I can tell you that <laughs> she's lost. A deer in headlights. Every time she gets out there to answer something, she resorts to the book. If she drifts away from the book, she just uh, doesn't know what to do. No, she's in a- another world altogether. But then again, I don't think she's any different than uh, President Biden. I mean, President Biden was uh, in town. Uh, what was he? He was in uh, Wisconsin, and uh, he was rambling on, and he really got lost in uh, in a statement. Let me play it for you. Of course, you. he did. And you know how much? You know how much I'm going to do with the deficit this year? One trillion five hundred thousand. Red- Let me run that by you one more time. Listen very carefully. And you know how much, you know how much I'm going to do with the deficit this year? One trillion five hundred thousand. That's it. He's going to reduce the deficit. That's what he said. But you know what? Uh, $1.5 trillion. Okay. We reduced it by $1.5 trillion. Really? Where and how, I don't see these reductions because let's just say, well, I took away $1.5 trillion. I spent over $3 trillion, but <laughs> it pays for itself. <laughs> you know, when he was in Pennsylvania, he really doubled down on MAGA. Listen. We must be honest with each other and with ourselves. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Now, I want to be very clear, very clear up front. Not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. It's amazing how he was so focused during that speech. He slowed his speech down a bit. It was not as uh, rushed as the one in Wisconsin yesterday. And he was really saying what he felt about the MAGAs. The next day, he was in Washington. The press said, do you think mm-hmm. that all all MAGA people are bad? He looked at them like, what are you talking about? Hey, man, come on, man. You know, I don't think they're all bad. Like, where did you hear that? And I'm thinking to myself, anybody who's watching this tape will know that the very day before, it was like as specific as specific can be. 
He, well, I guess that makes him a DJ. He's Dementia Joe. <laughs> Dr. Demento. <laughs> yeah, geez. He's, he's such a liar. But, you know, he, he did say something, and it's just a little nitpicky thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it threatens the very foundations, foundations yeah. of our democracy. How many foundations does a democracy have? When you hear Trump speak, like I did on Saturday night, in front of at least ten or 15,000 people in the arena in Wilkes-Barre, and you said that there were other people in the parking lot. Yeah, well, living there, I, I know. I mean, yeah, I'm out of town, but I've gone to many a Trump rally. Uh, I did two at the Mohegan Sun. I did it out at the airport. You know, there was the Butler thing, but... At the Mohegan Sun Arena, where the Penguins play, the Wilkes-Barre Penguins play, mm-hmm. uh, it holds over a little ten thousand, a little over ten thousand people inside. But people come from Florida, they come as far as uh, uh, from California, they come in from everywhere, yeah, and they camp out. There's a brigade of bikers in there. These you know, people go oh, the, the bikers. See, well, let me explain something about people that ride the Harleys. Generally speaking. They were kind of the yuppie crowd before. They they had money. They did well. They were well doctors, lawyers, and everything like that. On the weekend, they want to get in the wind and go out for a ride. Well, they get in the wind and go out for a ride to go see Trump and yeah. support him. That's right. And that's where they are. Now, if you can't get into the arena, they set up big screen TVs out there and big speakers. And so those people, you know, for the price of parking, get to see and chant and cheer out in that parking lot and watch them. And when you saw Joe yesterday in West Mifflin, Pennsylvania, which is not far from where I live, right? there were about uh, 50 people there. Really? MSN, which is uh, Microsoft News, you know, it's Mm -hmm. not a fan, by the way, of the right. They said... A pitiful amount of people were there. They used the word pitifully small crowd. I thought that was amazing for them. There were like, they didn't say there were hundreds or thousands. They said there were dozens of people. All there. right. Now, now, let me ask you this question because you see the poll numbers are swinging Democrat right now. Swinging blue. Joe's numbers haven't really gotten out of the toilet, even though, you know, they're bragging about Oh, employment's up, and actually, that's a fake number, and I'll tell you why in a minute, but employment is up, gas is down, all these good things, all the debt's down, too, by $1.3 trillion, which we know that's a lie, too, and we know all the things that they have done, that the Congress has done bad, yet, you know, here we are with them saying things are swinging blue. You know, is this going to be another one of those election things where, Say we want it again, or are they just? Well, in my opinion, glaze it over. They're glazing over everything. Ever since they haven't been right in the last presidential election, they weren't right in the 2016 presidential election. The I'm talking about the pollsters; they were way off. So it it amazes me that they can be so bad with their end result, but yet we. You know, maybe it's because they issue them like every week. Maybe it's because by having so much thrown at us, you start to forget how poor their results are at the very end. I would submit that they're trying to make the uh, the Republicans feel depressed about voting. 
I would I I would think that uh, uh, if you look at Biden and his numbers, that's a true ref- reflection of where the Democrats are going to be in the next election. Don't kid yourself. People are angry. They're angry at at the economy. They're angry at the border. They're angry at uh, the nonsensical war that we're involved with in uh, the Ukraine. Nobody wants the war to continue in the Ukraine, but I I think they're angry because we're putting so much money into that war. In the meantime, we are dying financially in this country. Mm -hmm. Well, see, that's the thing that the survey says. says independents. Independents are going to be a big factor in this vote. Well, they really trust Democrats. According to the surveys, they trust Democrats with our economy and everything, more than they trust Republicans. And that is a crock of crap. I can tell you that right yeah, now. I, I think that you're going to see a phenomenal end result for the uh, the right. And and I think that Joe's criminalization of the MAGA movement, his uh, demonizing the MAGA movement, has done nothing but empower the, the MAGA movement to get out there and vote and make your, your voice heard. You know, the MAGA movement, like Trump said, MAGA means make America great again. How could anybody who is an American be against that concept? Make America great again. He spoke uh, to to a wildly enthusiastic crowd. I'm talking about President Trump on Saturday night. Here's a part of it. As you know, this week, Joe Biden came to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to give the most vicious, hateful, and divisive speech ever delivered by an American president, vilifying 75 million citizens, plus another probably 75 to 150, if we want to be accurate about it, as threats to democracy and as enemies of the state. You're all enemies of the state. He's an enemy of the state. You want to know the truth? The enemy of the state is him and the group that control him, which is circling around him. Do this, do that, Joe. You're going to do this, Joe, right? I think Philadelphia was a great choice to make this speech of hatred and anger. His speech was hatred and anger. By the way, the next morning he forgot what he said. You saw that. They asked him about, oh, I didn't think I said that, did I? Oh, no. How'd you like the red lighting behind him like the devil? But Philadelphia was a great choice because the city is being devastated under Democrat rule. Devastated. Hate to tell you, we love Pennsylvania. I went to school in Philadelphia. What's happening to Philadelphia? 14 people were shot last weekend in Philadelphia. 14. And the fake news will go out and check. Oh, that's a lot of fake news. Whoa. That's a lot of fake news. Wow. How'd you like the red lighting behind him like the devil? <laughs> well, that's what it looked like. You know, know. And er- nobody can escape that or answer that. Did you that- see what CNN did? No, I didn't. This is amazing. I saw the video. Right. Uh, uh, CNN, right in the middle of the speech, tried to adjust Adjusted. the color to make it look pink. They couldn't do it because it would have made him look uh, different. You know what I'm saying? You can't, it's hard to adjust one section of the screen. Now that's interesting because they fooled with the color to manipulate 
everything. Yeah. And they and we know it was a cameraman that created the Orange Man. Oh, yeah. so do you see what's yeah. going on here, folks? You know, they have control of the media, and they want to vilify this guy. You got the FBI that's done an illegal search and seizure. They had a, you had a clown judge that's not a federal judge. He's a goddamn magistrate, which, you know, I can be a magistrate. Jim can be a magistrate, and you can be a magistrate. You know, you get voted in. That's it. You're a magistrate. And you know, you know what your qualifications are? They send you to school. Magistrate or, magistrate school. Yeah, it's a weekend. Yeah. You take a weekend course, and that's it. And that gives you all the knowledge in the world to sign federal documents for the Democrats. Mm -hmm. Stephen Miller had some comments about Biden's speech. I wanted to play them for you on Friday, but I couldn't find them. But I did find them over the weekend. Listen. President Trump poured out his heart, his soul, his spirit every day to build a better America for everyone in this country, a safer, more prosperous America. While Democrats in the deep, deep state launched an illegal operation to take him out that is now in its sixth year. President Biden tonight gave the speech of a dictator in the style of a dictator, in the visual of a dictator, using the words of a dictator. This was his enemies of the state speech. And like every other radical Marxist tyrant, he accused his opponents of being fascist while he engages in repressive authoritarian behavior. He's the one who is forcing Americans against their will to take a vaccine. He is the one who has violated our constitution to open our nation's borders. He is the one interfering in the sacred relationship between parent and child to try to force dangerous medicine, puberty blockers, hormones on our little kids. He's the one whose government raided the home of his chief political opponent in a fashion that violates the entire constitutional order because President Trump has the absolute right to decide what is or isn't in the national security interest when he leaves the White House. All of those things, all of them, are the behavior of a tyrant. And this speech, this speech is the moment that Biden crossed the Rubicon and he ceased to be, he ceased to be a man who could even pretend, could even claim that he has the interests of this country at heart. And he is truly and irrevocably now committed to splitting this country in two and beginning an era of division and an era of hatred that will wound our soul if it is not repaired for generations to come. And what does his... Uh his press secretary say about MAGA too? And again, we see majority of Americans who disagree. And so when you are not with where majority of Americans are, then, you know, that is extreme. That is an extreme way of thinking. I'm not going to, that's what I have for you, Phil. So wait a second. If you don't go along with the crowd, you're extreme. That's what she just said. Right. If you don't follow the majority, you're extreme. Well, if you remember last week, the DOJ, they didn't want that, uh, that, that's the, the special master. Yeah. Because they said, you have to accept that the documents that they filed in their search warrant was legal. You have to accept their word. Of course. What they did is legal. Mm -hmm. You have to accept. So... You have the you have the right to defend yourself in any situation, but the government in play right now goes no. 
You have to accept what we rule upon you. No arguments. You know, when we say is it. When Merritt Garland came out a few weeks ago and said, hey, even I didn't know about this. This was planned by the. He was. It's amazing how they all tried to run for cover when things started to go south uh, as far as the, the public is concerned. The public, right off the bat, didn't like the raid. They didn't like the fact that. For the first time in history, a, a former president of the United States had his home ransacked by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And what was their final excuse for what they did? Well, we had to do this Nuclear. because... Well, you know, they, they, they did the nuke thing, but then they also said, well, we actually had to do it in case he was, you know, that he would plan to do something in the future. Wait a minute. They were saying way back when they did this, they had foreknowledge ahead that, you know, it's like, I predict this on that person. And you, you can't gotta, do that. You got to just laugh at the irony that they would ransack his son's room, Baron, 16 years old. His son gets his room ransacked. But Hunter Biden, who has done so many criminal things, has had nothing happen to his room yeah, or his house. They, and, and after the Zuckerberg uh, revelation on that and the fact that it's come out, now they fired yeah. the guy that, that, that yeah. did all this. It, Tim Tebow was his name. They they were behind it. There were a lot of people that knew they got to get rid of this guy so they could set him up. Probably He's probably going to have uh, a brake line in, in his car yeah. go bad on a cliff. You know, initially they said he was not fired. He was being moved to another division. Oh, crap. But he was escorted from the building by other FBI agents. He yeah. literally was was walked out of the building. You know, when that ha- when that happened in broadcasting, when they walked you out of the building, it was because they were afraid you're going to be taking things that were were secret or you'd be taking things that you shouldn't be taking from the building. Well, yes, you know, confidential programming information. Yeah, right. I've been walked before. I was walked once well, by a, like I said, a new some, guy no, that came kidding. in and said, oh, we're, changing the, we're changing the way we do things. Yeah. I said, okay, I'll go get my stuff. No, you will sit there until security gets here. And I'm going. I saw a, an entire okay. news, news department get uh, walked out walked. of the building. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and really that's kind of extreme when they do that. And it's really, it's a show thing to make other people. It's make, stupid. Here's <laughs> what they do. Look, I worked for a guy one time. He goes, you know, you want to get everybody's attention? You fire the guy that was is least likely to be fired, the good guy. You fire him because that will make everybody else's sphincter tighten up real fast, and they are going to get in line and march to your Do you think that's here. what they did to this Tim Tebow at the oh, FBI? Absolutely. They got the intention of the other people at the FBI, you think? You're damn right. They're going to fall in line, and they're going to march, and they're not going to talk. They're not going to give up the secret that they hold. But it was proven by looking at the numbers and doing surveys. Everybody does polls, and the poll says that had the voters known, and this was independents, Democrats, and Republicans that supposedly voted for Joe. So I would call that a fair poll. It swings the vote between 10 and 20%. Ah, that's the election. That means it was manipulated and stolen. We're going to get an idea in Massachusetts today about stealing elections. Uh, There's a primary going on right now. The two Republicans, one is a rhino, 
One yeah. is, you know, a rhino in Massachusetts, it's just a Democrat with another name, okay? Yeah, and there's a lot of them here. There sure are. And then there's a real MAGA Republican running Jeff, who yeah. has the president, and I say president, I mean President Trump's uh, endorsement. And But the, already the rhino Democrat is touting the fact that there are a lot of mail-in ballots that are going to go his way. He's he's confident. How does he know that? How does I he know that? I have no idea. How in the hell does he know that? Because you know what? I'm actually here in Massachusetts right, right now. Been here for a week, not because of this. You know, I'm just right. up here. My girlfriend's up here, and, you know, we were doing stuff. We were up in Kenny Bunkport. But talking to the locals that have been lifelong Democrats, right? you know, one of them sat there and said, um, you know, you know, I've been a Democrat all my life, except this year I've turned Republican. And there are a lot of people like that here, but you get a sense when you're here because of the cost of everything and, and the, the Elizabeth Warrens and all of the, the oligarchs that live around here. This is the seat of the cabal. I yeah. think they all live here and they all got money and it's all just a show. It's show and tell. It's a damn game that they're playing with us. Heard a report over the weekend from a gentleman who said that uh, he, and he lived in the community, that uh, there's a massive swing of Latino votes in mm -hmm. Texas and in Florida towards the conservative, toward the MAGA, the MAGA crowd, as he said. Massive swing. You know, it doesn't surprise me because I think that intelligent people, no matter who they are or what their background would see that if you go with Biden's concept of democracy, you have inflation, you have no borders, no security, you have people by the thousands dying of fentanyl overdoses, you have tragedy after tragedy. His, his, his concept of America is a sad co uh, concept. It is a demoralizing concept. It shows us as a failing nation, whereas Trump has a, 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 a concept of that bright, shining city, you know, uh, in the sky that, you know, we, we are going to be the leader of the free world again. We are going to be successful. We're all going to share in prosperity because of what we can do as Americans. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that, the uh, the leader of the free world. The free world is crumbling. Britain, yeah. everywhere. Now, the people that are, we call it the deep state, that are trying to take over the United States, but they are trying to steal that torch and say, we're here for democracy. It's the MAGA people that want to destroy everything. But the truth is, they're hoping that you, listening right now, will win this battle. Trump can't do it, not by himself. None of these people that we're talking about can do it by themselves. The only person that can do anything is you, and you've got to show up in person and show up in big volume. Yes, Just like you show up for a Trump rally, show up to vote and make it so overwhelming that when they sit there and present their still, it's very blatant and obvious that it was stolen and let their chickens come home to roost and bite them and peck them in the butt because that's what they need. This just in, 
Obama wins Emmy for narrating a Netflix documentary. <laughs> what documentary? I don't have the foggiest idea, and I have Netflix. I've never seen the documentary. Neither have I. But he got an Emmy for it. Now, now wait a second. How long have you been, you've been in broadcasting? I've, I've been in broadcasting yeah. for years. I've done, I've done narrations. I've done voiceover right. work, you know. I never got an Emmy for narration. No. He's been in broadcasting for what, 20 minutes? And uh, he gets an Emmy award. Well, I, I will hand him this. You know, he is, you know, he's an eloquent speaker. He does, he does present well, but uh, number one, I didn't know that he, he's done a lot of projects. None of them have uh, seen the day to see the light of day to be on TV. Uh, this is a project I haven't heard of and you haven't heard of and probably nobody's heard of or watched. So this is a kiss ass out there. Yeah, it is. Uh, and <laughs> yes. it's, it's what there What can we do no to make him reason. feel good? Well, give him an Emmy. Yeah, we gave him $60 million. You know, we did that. Netflix paid the Obamas $60 million to uh, produce documentaries. So we got to back well, it up. Well, maybe they had Emmy. to give him the Emmy so they can write off the documentary and the probably. money they gave him. It's probably a tax thing. Now, you know that the left is saying over and over again that we have to take we have to take their guns because they're so irresponsible and goodness knows what they'll do with those guns. They want your guns. That being said, this just uh, came across the wire. A mass stabbing in Saskatchewan, 10 yeah. dead, 15 injured in mass stabbing at 13 location. Police are looking for two suspects. Well, actually I will update you on that. Are they going to go for your knives now? Uh, that's what I was thinking. That happened over the weekend. I remember when that broke out. We got a lot of Canadians around here. Uh, so we knew about the story. They actually, one of the brothers was found dead yesterday. Okay. They're still looking for the other one. Um, and so they think the one killed the other. I don't know about that, but you know, uh, that kind of takes the gun yeah, thing and blows it out of the water. It does. And, you know, what, what next? Baseball bats? No, well, we had a bad baseball because somebody came in with a bat and cracked a few heads. They'll be looking for your sporks. You know what a spork is? It's a spoon and a fork together. It's, it, it's, uh, they're usually made out of plastic. And you, well, get them, you, know, you get them you, at you picnics. Can't, you can't have those on an airline. Nope. I'm sure you can't. You heard about the Black Lives Matter guy, the, the guy who was uh, a leader of the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, he has uh, been accused of stealing $10 million of donation money. Mm -hmm. They had this movement. They made more money than you can imagine. One of the leaders bought six homes, one of them in Beverly Hills for a, a ton of money. But mm -hmm. she said she needed it because she needed a retreat to, to run off to. And this was one heck of a nice retreat. This gentleman... He's accused uh, of stealing $10 million of grassroots funding. Well, you know, I can believe it. It's a funny thing. On the ride home yesterday, uh, there was a topic that we, we were discussing. Boy, I'd sure like to win the lottery and this and that and this and that and the lottery. But, you know, I, I bet the lottery I'll never win it because it goes for a good cause. I said, well, what's the cause? Oh, well, they take the proceeds and they put it to the schools. I'm going, well, that's interesting. Then if they put it to the schools, why are all the schools impoverished and do they need tax money? Got to raise the taxes for this and that. So did a little research. Mm -hmm. I won't give the exact numbers because it's kind of overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But 
the research, you know, came up with what it costs to run the school in this particular state. And then they wouldn't exactly identify how much money and where it all comes from. And, and they divide it between the different lottery games that you can play. But it turns out that a major portion of the money, $333 million with over a billion dollars taken in on one game, mm-hmm. goes to, to bonuses and commissions to the staff. Amazing. So in other words, this is just a show and tell thing. Here's a touchy feely thing. You have, you, you know, you, your hopes and dreams to get something. This is that carrot on the stick so that we give them our money so they can pocket it and do something with it. And you have, this is like the running game. You know, it's all a lie in Washington. It's money and power that runs the city. And even president Trump on uh, Saturday night, he called out the deep state by name. He mentioned the deep state. So that's not going to make those behind the scenes people who are running our government uh, very happy. He's, yeah. He said he's, go, he's coming after you guys. We do live in the land of Oz and do pay attention to the men, the men, the women, the woke, whatever it is behind the curtain because they're not doing anything for you. No, uh, they're doing it for themselves. That's right. They're doing it for their pocketbook and their power. That's right. So many times after a presidency is over, these political enemies will end up being buddies, you know, like for example, the Bushes and the Clintons, they ended up being buddies and politically they were, when they were running for office and they were in office, they were adversaries and they had us. Uh, going after each other. You know what I'm saying? They, they had us all riled up. Then when it's over, they go ever, golfing together. You ever watch wrestling on TV? Yep. I used to work for WMC in Memphis. Now, it was always tough on Saturday to get into the, the, the station, the TV station, the radio facilities, because before it went to Atlanta and uh, whoever the guy is, that, you know, does a, let's get ready to rumble. That, that guy, McMahon. It, it used to be, uh, oh, I'm thinking of the guy, Gene something or other. He passed away. I can't think of his last name. Yeah, the, yeah, I know who he is. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I knew, you know, I remember Jimmy Hart, you know, in that. You know, I knew him. I knew Lawler. Lawler was a wannabe disc jockey. He paints but he got into the wrestling thing because they got him into it at WMC. There, there's a story you don't know, but it's true. So I used to come in on Saturday. I had to get there for a 10, 10 a.m. shift. I had to get there at a quarter to seven so I could yeah. get my parking space so I could go in and do a five-hour show. Now, I love the wrestling because they changed the script. And I was right next door to the TV booth. Hey, could you come in and read this line? We're going to pay you this for it. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll do it. But we couldn't go down to the commissary because that was the changing room. Well, I'd be sitting there on the monitor and I'd see these guys doing everything and yelling and Lawler doing his thing. I'm going, screw it. I I want a Coke. I'd go down to the commissary, get a Coke Mm -hmm. during a long record. And, you know, here are these guys in there, you know, Oh, Hey Bill, how you doing? (laughs) Oh, you're getting a Coke. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're ready for this. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll do this and I'll do that. We got the breakaway chair there. And then, after we do this thing here, we got it. You want a cart? You want a carpool going down to Jackson? 
these guys were all friends. It oh, was sure. all made up for TV. I had a friend of mine who ran the uh, audio for the WWF wrestling yeah. matches, and he used to he had to get there early to sit the, set the mics up in the proper places so that when they threw the guy on the mat, it would get the right sound in the, in the it's, right location. And uh, he said it, it was all staged, the whole thing staged. Oh, yeah. It, it, but the it guy is. I was thinking of was Mean Gene Oakland. Yeah, his name. yeah. Great guy. Uh, they are, uh, but it, a very success, successful operation. I mean, Vince McMahon uh, built it from nothing, essentially. Yeah. And uh, they've made they made movies. They're it was movies. all marketing. Yeah. You know, it was staged. It was staged for TV. But you know, it was funny to see these people that would line up. There would be a line around the radio, you know, the TV radio station there. You know, and uh, these people they they believed everything. They were there, and uh, I mean, like a rock star as they were. I mean, these women throwing their underwear at and their bras at these guys, and they're yeah. sitting there going. I don't want that nasty thing, you know. They have a new prime minister this weekend in yeah, England. Her name is Liz Truss. Yes. She campaigned for the position all summer long, and it paid off for her. They call her the new Margaret Thatcher. They say she's the real deal when it comes to being conservative, but only time will tell. They say she's the mini Margaret because she's not as smart. They had to come in and say that. Yeah, their media there and, and, and whatnot, but she is going to come in and be pretty hardline, crack down on things. We'll see what she can do. You know, again, it's the press saying that she's the mini Margaret Thatcher. They're yeah, already trying to minimize her. Uh, I think she's going to be interesting. The mere fact that she's conservative says to me that there's a change in the wind again, going yes. in the right direction. Literally, well, that's that's the point. You know, everybody's got their eye on us. It's like Britain, but Britain, you think we got it bad here. They're 10 times worse. Then you go further into Europe and Australia. It's bad everywhere because of what's going on. The only countries that seem to have their act together happen to be China and Russia. So it's it's this new world order against those two. You and see the new where world uh, is tearing us down. Zelensky is warning Europe to brace for a, a bleak winter as Russia cuts oil and gas exports to allies like, uh, uh, I think Germany, I think Germany's getting their, their, uh, gas shut off by the Russians. If it hasn't happened already. Or, and or Germany is warming down. up. They, they've already got the reactors online. They're not putting the nuclear reactors, you know, to generate the power yet, but they, they're getting them fired up and so they can flip the switch. And a lot of places in Europe are, where we got to get away from nuclear energy, and now they're going, no, we don't want to freeze. We got to fire those puppies back up. And uh, speaking of power, I was thinking over the weekend, uh, and and I found this interesting little tidbit. Let me uh, imagine Florida with a hurricane coming towards Miami. The yeah. government, the governor, orders an evacuation. All cars head north. They all need to be charged in Jacksonville. How does that work? Has anyone thought this through? If all cars were electric and were caught up in a three-hour traffic jam with dead batteries, then what? Not to mention that there's virtually no heating or air conditioning in an electric vehicle because of high battery consumption. If you get stuck on the road all night, no battery, no heating, no 
windshield wipers, no radio, no GPS. All you can do is try to call 911 to to take women and children to safety, but they can't get to you because the roads are blocked. I mean, this is serious. Even if you got a gas vehicle and you're down in Miami and you're going, okay, hurricane's coming, uh, you got two choices. You know, you got the interstate or you got the sun, the, the, the sun belt, the coastal highway there, the up, up the middle. Uh, and they both, and they take out the tolls for the coastal, for the sun belt highway. And they just sit there and say, yeah, just get on it and go. But you're bumper to bumper. How do you charge thousands of cars on a traffic jam if they're all electric and they're all dead? How long does it take to charge them? Because I see a Jeep, a brand new Jeep, you know, downstairs out in the parking lot. And it's got the extension cord running to the little plug-in thing that plugs into the Jeep. Every time I pass that Jeep, it's plugged in charging. I'm going, what fun is that? AAA is starting to prepare uh, tow trucks to charge electric vehicles, but it's still going to take them forever. And there's only so much of a charge that the tow trucks can keep Mm -hmm. before they have to go back and they have to be recharged. You know, if you're going to do the electric thing, uh, I'm thinking, and I, and I don't have that the hybrid might be the best way to go because you got a, a car that runs on fuel and electric. And so when it's running, it can charge itself. That would be the only way that I could think that you could pull off something that partially gets you to where you want to go. As most people know, California came out with a ruling last week that they want all of their cars sold in California by 2035 to be Electric only. Electric only. That being said, this weekend, thousands of customers across the Bay Area were without power on Labor Day amid Mm -hmm. a blistering heat wave. California's grid operator on Monday declared an emergency, and uh, I guess they cut back on their, their power and caused blackouts in the San Francisco area. Mm-hmm. They're going to tell you to turn down the thermostat on your water tanks. They're going to tell you to turn off lights. They're going to tell you to everything. If they can't keep up with the need for electricity right now, how are they going to do it when everybody's driving an electric car in California? They haven't thought that far ahead, but you know, I'm looking at the economic impact. You've got, you just bought a brand new car before all this hit. Mm-hmm. Now let's say you took out the five, six or seven year finance. And they go, yep, we're going all electric. Well, your car is worth nothing. You know, do you have to still pay for it? Are they going to forgive the loan? They're going to give you a good trade-in value on it? Or are we screwing the American The only loan that gets forgiven is a student loan. Oh, yes. That'll be it. If you have a car loan, if you have a a loan on your home, you got to pay that. You know what I also heard this weekend? This is scary. Mm -hmm. This is really scary that... The administration is already looking to have the power to um, seize your private savings. Why? See, well, I, because because you don't think like they think. If you are a troublemaker, if you're a MAGA person, right? Mm-hmm. If you voted for Trump, maybe they can put a hold on your funds. Right. Maybe not seize them technically, but stop you from using them. That's scary. Yeah, well, that means that if they need to pay for something, they can just go in and take your money electronically, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. But getting back, you know, to this one thing about, yeah, well, we'll pay for student debt. Now, 
Mm-hmm. They're asking us to donate, which is a good cause for the soldiers sure, yeah. that have served our country, that lost an arm, lost their legs, whatever, tunnels to towers. But why can't we sit there, forget about the kids that I'm not saying forget about them, but I'm saying, why are we giving, uh, get paying their debt? Why not? These guys served our country, whether drafted or voluntarily, voluntarily served our country. No fault of their own. They've lost a limb serving our country, and we can't help them, but oh, we I, can help these little rich kids. I've always thought that the Tunnels to Towers is terrific, and if you can donate to them, I would suggest doing so. But Yeah, because our government ain't going to do it. Why isn't our VA doing this? Why isn't this a service of the VA? And also, it is so darn complicated to get through to the VA. You have to go through all these different steps. Sometimes when you call the VA, you put on hold. You get a, It's not easy for a lot of the veterans to get their benefits. And, you know, anybody that served, I didn't serve. I'll be first to admit that. I know you did. Bill, you see these guys in wheelchairs with no legs? Yeah. And they're literally left to their own device after they're, yeah. they're rolled out of the hospital. Yeah, so instead of uh, be all you can be, the government should be fair. Give all you can give, but we won't pay you back. You know, the other thing is this. How many of those homeless cities we see on streets are filled with veterans? veterans? Yeah. That's a heck of a way for a veteran to end up. It's yeah. It's not fair to them. They put so much on the line, and they did so much to uh, to help our country be free. And but our politicians did not a damn thing, but every stinking one of them gets rich but while you know, they're in Bill, office. They've done this for decades. They've done this for centuries in this country. Well, they've why discarded don't we... the, uh, the 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 veteran and the uh, the wounded veteran specifically. So why don't we make this the decade we stop that crap? I agree, a hundred percent, hundred percent. I think the people at uh, Tunnels to Towers should be consulting with the government and helping them to form their own similar operation. You know, the more the merrier. You know, for all the trillions of dollars that Joe is. Okay, Joe, tell you what, Joe, if, uh, you know, because we do know there's a listener in uh, D.C., it probably goes to Joe. So here's a message to Joe Biden. You saved $1.3 trillion. That's what you said. Okay, give that to these veterans. Give it to them. Give them that money. You're looking like that'll never happen. That won't happen. The VA, I'm afraid, is too political, Bill. That's the problem. Oh, I know it is. We talked about power and money, and there's a lot of power and money in the VA. Oh, they would take it in lip service and say, we've given it to it and find a few people that they could sit there and make a nice little TV commercial out of, and then some fat cat politician would uh, have pockets even deeper line. The money will never go where it's supposed to go. We have a lot that's going on in our country right now, and a lot of things we're going to be looking at all week long. I think we're going to hear more about the, uh, like you said, that decision from the judge, Cannon, when she said that uh, a special master is needed in this in this situation. I didn't think it further than that, but you're probably right. They're probably going to appeal it the Department of Justice, and that is going to cause some more delays. Well, the longer they stall it, the longer they can tell their story and twist and malign the truth, and they want to do that. They want to, they want to twist and snarl everything all the way to the midterms so they can either win it or steal it, most likely steal it. 
I was reading over uh, Labor Day weekend, 46 people have been shot in Chicago alone. 46 people over Labor Day weekend. That's three days, folks. Don't they have strict gun, gun laws there? Oh, they have some of the strictest gun laws in the country in, in Illinois. Really? Yeah. Those damn Trumpers. Uh, Citizens for Sanity produced a, uh, a new TV commercial. I'm going to play the audio here. It's called right. Stop the Slaughter. Listen. For nearly 30 years, crime was falling in the United States. No more. The national murder rate is at its highest in 25 years. The result of far-left policies that leave innocent Americans at the mercy of violent criminals. You've seen the images. Subway riders pushed onto tracks by the violently deranged. Stores being looted in broad daylight. Elderly women viciously beaten on the street and outside their homes. Gang shootings turning cities into war zones. Hardened criminals rampaging without fear. No fear of arrest. No fear of prosecution. No fear of jail. No fear of any consequence at all. Instead, you are made to live in fear. Woke progressive prosecutors are releasing dangerous predators before trial. Woke far-left politicians have allowed our streets and parks to be overrun with crime and drugs. Police have been made into the enemy and criminals into a protected class. Violent crime is up 21% in Washington, D.C., 35% Chicago, 41% in New York City, and murders are up 207% in Portland. Cities in chaos, billions in property damages, lives and families destroyed. Stop the woke war on police. Stop the far-left assault on public safety. Stop the radical left-wing love affair with criminals. Stop the insanity. Citizens for Sanity paid for this ad. I think they found the perfect voiceover guy. He sounded great. The read was terrific. And, uh, yeah, it was right on. Yeah, and uh, it's called Stop the Slaughter. It was right on the money. And that you heard the audio. Well, if you see the video to this thing, with everything they're talking about, there's an image. You see people getting shot, right. women getting kicked. Uh, this is the lunacy that we're living in right now thanks to uh, the left in the big cities in our country. You know, it, it, the audio sounded great. If the video matches the audio, uh, I have a funny feeling they're going to get some opposition oh, yeah. from the left because oh. they don't want that out there. Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. She was touting about how we're a sanctuary city. You can come to our city if you're an illegal. Oh, that's wonderful. This is what she did for the longest time. And then when Governor Abbott of Texas said, oh, really? Well, we're going to start sending busloads of illegals to Chicago. All of a sudden, he was a racist and a bad person for doing it. Well, here's something interesting about those busloads of people that are going to New York, Chicago. Yeah. Most of these people want to go to Chicago and New York because they already got family there. That's true. They got family <laughs> yeah. that's been bussed up there yep. or that were here legally, so they want to go to their families. <laughs> and so they're actually requesting to go there. So I don't know. This, this, this border crisis thing, uh, we need to get that under wraps because we're bringing in so many crazy people. You know, that's the scary thing, Bill. We're forgetting that so much is happening that we're not paying attention to. 
we still have a war going on in the Ukraine that is sucking up our finances and and uh, putting us in jeopardy with Russia. We're forgetting that we have a border to our south that is absolutely non-existent, that is welcoming, essentially, these illegals pouring in. You know, I saw a figure, 100,000 deaths from fentanyl, 100,000 yeah. deaths last year. I thought, wait a second, that's more than the Vietnam War. That's more than Korea. That's the number of people who died from fentanyl overdoses, and that's because it's coming across our southern border. Well, let me ask you a question, because that fentanyl comes from China. So if uh, the Chinese sent uh, the military in here and shot and killed 50,000 Americans, would that be an act of war? Oh, we'd be be flying missiles. Really? So why are we letting this go? Because we're stupid. Well, there has to be something more nefarious going on that we're not paying attention. We can't see. I, I think it, it goes back to this guy's love affair with the Chinese government. Oh, absolutely. You know, he will be the first to say, I've had, I'm the politician who's had the most uh, dealings with uh, uh, President Xi. Uh, I've uh, met with him 81 times or whatever the heck he says, some ridiculous figure. He says it with great pride, Biden does. Well, everything out of his mouth is a lie. Hell, he had lunch with Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) That's true. I think that there's a reason for the fentanyl coming through so easily. Trump wouldn't let that happen, folks. Trump didn't let it happen. I see the left criticizing President Trump for his tweets and for his hair and for his uh, whatever, his, his mannerisms. The fact is, when it came to being a protective president, he was maybe the best in our history. He protected us from so much, and we were so prosperous under his administration. And I don't give a darn who thinks otherwise. If you're a leftist and you just don't like Trump, you're being very shallow. You're not thinking beyond his personality. You're not looking at what he's done for our country. That's where you have to look. Well, you know, they attack his memes and the and everything that he did on social media. But let's go back and look at the fact that media has been a tool of the left going way back to the beginning. You can look at old newspaper paper clips from the 1800s. Their editorials, their stories were all left-leaning. The pictures, the captions, everything there was maligning and attacking the, the other party. And... Him coming into play, a non-politician, not part of that social uh, clique, he had to he had to make some noise. He had to sit there and kick some furniture over. So he did. So I don't fault him for that. And as far as all the nefarious things that have been said about him, well, everything has either been, you know, proven wrong or withered away because it was all fabricated, which could, takes you back to Mar-a-Lago. We need some new dirt. We need new dirt, or at least something we can make dirt out of. Which uh, they, explains why they're going to come after him and indict him. They are going to mm-hmm. indict him. It's going to happen. Uh, th- they have nothing to indict him for, but they're going to do it anyway because they're going to try to sully his reputation. You, they're going to try to diminish his personality in this country and make him less effective. It's not going to work. 
They will mess up his hair. They'll put him in an orange jumpsuit. They will sit there and tent the lights to make him the man in orange and have every meme in the world because they want to taint it. And if that happens, folks, get mad. Get real mad. Get absolutely well, they are, mad. I, that's the thing they want you to do. They want well, you they to get wa- mad, but don't get violent. Yeah, don't get violent, but take it to the polls. Yes. And beat them up in the polls. I mean, sit there. If if they got five voters and we got ten, well, you know what? You know some of the people that are registered that also feel as strongly as you do but just don't vote? Get them to vote. Yeah. Get the vote out there. The thing Get is, in there. Then, then it boils down to you got to hope that we can overwhelm their corrupt machine. That's the, the only way we can beat the system that, that cheats is to have such an overwhelming response to the election that they right. just can't keep up with the fraudulent votes. They're going to they're gonna sit there and they're going to steal. They're, there's no doubt about it. They're going to try to steal all they can. It's up to us to sit there and make sure that we have overwhelming numbers, and it's going to be up to us and the right media that is out there to get in there and have the cameras there to where they can't escape a microphone, they can't escape a camera. It is all under scrutiny. With that being said, we've done it again, friends. Another show down and out. No, that's not a, maybe that's not the way to put it. Another show finished. Another show Boom. in the can, man. <laughs> we take the news from yes. the wherever. And when float news right. breaks, we fix it. <laughs> and we float it right down the drain. Boom, 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 boom. You can call us anytime you want to at 833-583-6060, 833-583-6060, and say hello and tell your friends about the show. Will you pass it along? Maybe share it if you're on Facebook, because that's yeah. how we get more of an audience. I've seen a couple of friends saying, boy, you guys got stuff to talk about now with everything that's gone on. Boy, you had a great show. And I'm going, hey, you know what? I want to hear your exact thoughts on what you thought of the show. I'd really like to get what you liked about the show. Mail at itsanotherday.com. And I would like you to share it with your groups of friends, your, your group of friends. You're out in California. There are conservative friends. Don't have to be Republicans, but people that are patriots. Share it with them. Tell them why you like it. Get them to share it. Do it in Arizona. Do yeah. it in Wyoming, do it in Nebraska, do it in Massachusetts. And out in California, you can listen to it as soon as your power's back on. Yeah, well, yeah, or you have a hand crank generator. (laughs) Hey, friends, have a great weekend, Bill. Enjoy your uh, the final few days up there in the in the base state. Yeah, I'm I'm actually dreading the drive back, you know. But yeah, it'll be fun, you know. Open the window, sing some songs, listen listen to uh, old. uh, old uh, episodes of It's Another Day. I can do that, yeah. I'll just sit there and uh, log in. Well, I actually have the app right there on the on the dash. How convenient. Have a great remainder of your time in Boston, Bill. I shall. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.